dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. Labor Day Monday, but we still working to get you the best podcast around. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. What is good, man? That was the most energy you're going to get. Uh-oh. Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> I had a had a had a wedding uh, groomsman night, so you know what that's like the, the morning of. So a lot of H two O this morning. Had a five hour energy to kind of start the day. <laughs> so all is all is well though. My boy got got married, so shout to Mister and Mrs. Brown, uh, Desmond Brown and uh, Miss Christina. They uh, tied the knot, so it was a it was a dope dope. Production. It wasn't really a wedding, man. It was a production. A man. production. It, it, it was some. It was some. Some bomb parts. I ain't gonna lie. Best man speech bombed. Really bombed, bruh. Oh. They they've been friends since four years old, and he, I, I DJ. You know, I do right. a lot of weddings. This was probably the worst one I've ever seen. Get out of here. What is he trying to do? Jokes. He he was he was trying to like go off the top. I told him at the rehearsal. I'm like, your best man speech good. He was like, "Yeah, I'm probably gonna write, you know, write some notes." I'm like, "You can't be up there with a with a whole notepad. Like, you can have one flash card, like a little piece of paper that you kind of got some bullets on that you mm-hmm. know you want to touch on, and then work the room, like work what you're trying to work. But when you get lost in your mind on where you're going next, follow that bullet. You know, didn't take my advice. Oh no, he was up there mumbling. Plus, we drunk the the uh, <laughs> the groom bought us all pints of our favorite alcohol." And flask, so we was so we was getting dressed at twelve o'clock, and somebody popped to the top, and it just was like oh, time <laughs> to go. So before the ceremony at four, the pint was gone. Uh oh! So everybody is busted. A little sweaty up there. Yeah, everybody <laughs> got that glistening. Fool. They had us dancing in like it wasn't no normal wedding. So I think this was a production. They had uh-huh. us. They had the girls dancing in like to a song. The guys dancing into a song. Then we go get the girl and bring her on. Like it was one of them. So. It was just uh, it was it was a lot of drinking early. Mm-hmm. So we got we got to it early and uh, we and stay start. with it. <laughs> yeah, twelve out twelve hours later, <laughs> like SpongeBob. Well, it was it was it was the night. So I recommend best man best man speeches to be short and brief yeah. and to the point, man. And and OPZ is <laughs> DJing the wedding. Yeah. So so me and O during the it was probably like an eight minute mumble. Because he was up there, like trying to fight through it, trying to say funnies, but mm-hmm. they weren't. But it was, it was just, it was so bad. The groom, his okay, the, the best man's sister was there with her mom, you know, of mm-hmm. course, family. So during the speech, the groom is like rubbing his head, like making face, like this is bad. It got so bad, he he wasn't talking about nothing. The groom was like, "Nisi, help!" Like, like, like screamed out, like, "Help this man!" Like <laughs> he's losing, like he's he's done. He was just up there like, I'm not finished. I got some more to say. Because he like, was wasted. Because he was hammered. Oh, no. Nah. Ha- like, hammered ain't the word. Like, half the half the grooms were like college, 22-year-old 20, th- wasted. Okay. And it's been, it's been 12 <laughs> years since they've been that wasted. Oh, no. So it was that night. 
Yeah, <laughs> man. I just recently was uh, did a best man speech at my man Reg's wedding over the summer, and uh, in typical Reg fashion. I found out about 12 hours before that, like, oh, yeah, by the way, you're doing the speech because it was two best men. Shouts yeah. out to Dirty Dame. And uh, he's like, yeah, you doing it. That's, uh, that's how it was. This <laughs> it was two best men. The one was like, you already know I'm not like, I, like that's not me. He ain't a talker like that. So, of course, he don't uh, DJ the longest. Uh-huh. So they he got up there, man, and it was just it was just trip after trip after trip. Me and old Texan, like. <laughs> like worst ever like that's what I said in question mark he's like without a doubt like like we, we we've done hundreds of weddings that's what I was gonna say yeah. like <laughs> you know, this ain't no like that, I'm glad I'm glad I remembered this cause I wanted to say this <laughs> <laughs> y'all need to treat the DJs like professionals okay we are professionals at this this isn't something we just throw ourselves into and like we got it whatever you need like we we, we spend days hours out like, like as much free time as you can imagine on every minute, it ain't just sitting there like we go download everything on live mixtapes and just show up Friday. Right, like it's it's more to it than that, and that's something with weddings too. It's like we've done hundreds of weddings, so if you if you have a question, you're planning a wedding, like I recommend talking to a DJ because we've seen the good, we've seen the bad, <laughs> we see what holds up the night, we see what moves the night along. We've even been doing them enough to where we can really help you organize. Okay, y'all come in, y'all want to do first dance real quick. Knock the toast out, you know, that way they had a champagne for you and everybody's there. Bust the tables, you know, eat, you know, like we can help you get that through it because we see it. Right. Weekend after weekend after weekend. So, like when when we give you some advice about something, it's like, take heed. Trust me, I, I, I've seen it go left and you ain't trying to plan something that's to go left. So, I try to tell them, like, with the best man, I'm like, look, just get you about eight bullets, your little childhood story, your little high school story, your little college story, your. You know, epic night that you want to touch, you know, whatever. Like, yep. but, but get your bullets together. That way, you don't get lost in the two hundred people looking at you. Like, what you talking about? And he like, uh, and you drunk because you've been drinking. You know what I'm saying like, you gotta mm-hmm. think. People don't know that that day is a long day. Yes, it not is. just for your your wedding party, but for your guest. If things get behind, pictures running late. You know, with the bride and the lady, the guys are always ready in a half hour when you need. Like, tell them to be ready, to be ready. Mm-hmm. The ladies might have makeup issues, might have hair issues, might have dress issues, might have safety pins to work on. You know what I'm saying? Like, they might have some issues. So, it's like, there's going to be a problem, and it's going to be a long day. So, just realize that you ain't going to be wanting to really be getting to it at 10 o'clock when you've been starting at 6 in the morning. Like, you drinking by 11, 12 o'clock. 10 o'clock at 35, you know, it's like, hey, I'm cool with calling the night. Like, right. Through. I've reached the max. Like, I tapped out. Like, look, tie coming off, vest coming off, <laughs> shirt coming out the pants. I'm losing at least two buttons. Like, I had to get, it, it was one of them nights, man. That's the reason water. 1001 why I'm glad we did a destination <laughs> wedding. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not ready. I'm not built that for that too. stress. Like, the breast before it was up there. An event, man. Yeah, it Major was, League event, man. Shouts out to them for tying the knot. Yeah. Now, I know this is a real heavy topic, man. Uh, and you brought it to my attention that uh, we definitely wanted to touch on on the pod, man. Brock Turner. Yeah. And that really hits home for us. I mean, people not familiar with the case, could you give them a quick recap? Yeah, he was a uh, Stanford swimmer that um, basically, just you know, cut and dry, he he raped a, a, a woman. And in the, uh, you know, court process, 
He was convicted for six months. Three. No, I thought I thought he was. Oh wait, three. I thought he was. I thought he did six, but he just got out at three. Yeah, he got at three. Yeah. He was initially sentenced to six months, and that was outrage for rape. Yeah. And then he got released early on like good behavior. <laughs> At three months, mm-hmm. and he's back in his Oakwood home with his right. family, and you know this is. It seems like well, well, the way that, the way this is for me now, man. It's like every town got something. Mm-hmm. Like every town has either a problem, have had problems, or have like major. You know, like Chicago with the right. violence, or you know, out in the West Coast, you know. Skid Row is still booming and busy, you know. Right. Like everybody, they Brush have fires, everybody has shit. their own little problem, and it's like we need to really like about to lose this. Like we're gonna lose this. Is gonna turn into really that the last couple of days, right? You know, <laughs> purge is coming, <laughs> right? And this really hits home because, like you said, he's in Oakwood. That's just a suburb of Dayton. So not only you know, what I'm saying, does this hit home, like? Where we're recording from, it's two minutes away. (laughs) (laughs) So I was looking on the news and on Facebook and everything like that, because, you know, Facebook is the news of today. Yeah. Uh, You know, there are protesters out in front of his parents' house with signs that saying, hey, it's a rapist lives here. They got chalk outlines uh, pointing at the house. Rapist lives here. Mm. Hey, if I rape Brock Turner. Well, I only get three months. Yeah, I saw that. That It's like it's people out here, man. It's people in outrage. And, uh, you know, definitely don't want to turn this into a black-white thing. Just turn it into a, he's a criminal thing, and he got three months for sexual assault, rape. And this guy is back in the city, back and popping, baby. Yeah. Did his three months, and I'm back. See, this that- ain't no no petty crime like, oh, man, I got busted for 10 ounces of weed. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is major leagues, baby. Yeah, yeah like, um. I'm still drunk from this wedding, so I'm definitely had no filter today. It's like, to me, man, it's like we teaching that, we teaching you can you can be a man and change yourself to a woman and get woman of the year. But the first ten minutes of the, every news channel is talking about Kaepernick. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like where what are we really teaching the youth, and what are we really teaching ourselves as a as a whole to really put our focus to and our energy to, like. This, you know, every other whatever story they got going on that's horrible. And then it's like, we're talking about a man that was just, the the whole Constitution, you know, and all this was made to be, you have a right to do, you know, what you feel is right for yourself. And you have mm-hmm. to, within, within the, you know, within the, within the rules. Right. <laughs> Bottom line, and like, it's just, it drives me crazy that that becomes the focus of like, right. we spending time talking about a man that just, Really didn't want to stand for something that's been been messed up for a long time anyway. You know, it's like somebody just talking about it now. It's just you can't make this stuff up, man. You cannot make it up at all, <laughs> it, man. It, it I is, just it's real out there. Man. I mean, coming from you know, what I'm saying your perspective as a parent, I'm not a parent, yeah. but if you lived in Oakwood, what are you what are you telling your three little girls and your wife? Like exactly, like what do you like? I'm for real. Like yeah. what would you say? Like what can you say? Man, I had a talk with my eight-year-old today, this morning, still drunk, <laughs> and trying to un- let her. Un- okay, she likes the little musically things, the little where you make the little music videos, blah blah. blah. I guess you can like talk on there, and people can comment. Like it's I, I, that that that's where parents mess up. 
your kids are doing something and you're like, eh, I ain't about to really like learn what this is about, you know, mm-hmm. and get into it. And that's where you need to really make sure what they're doing is, you know, accurate. So she has an email, but it's on my phone. So anything that happens, I see. I got an email like, yeah, you posted your first YouTube video. I'm like, what? At the wedding, drunk the pint. I'm like, <laughs> uh, I can't deal with this right now. So I'm like, I went to it. And she plays a lot of Minecraft. You know, it's just like a mind. Like, she wants to do the little, like, tutorial where you had a little uh-huh. kids talking about, you know, their Easy Bake Oven. You know, she wants to be that kid. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't asking me forever to have a YouTube channel. So I had to just really tell her. And she might not even know that she shared it and posted it, like, because she's kind of new to it, too. You right. Know, so, but, but I had to tell her, like, you just posted a video on YouTube, you know, and then you're doing these musicallys, and people are commenting, like, cool, like, cool beat. And you commenting back. It's like, so what if, what if the person said cool B and you said thanks, which is what happened? You're not in trouble? Fine, cool. But what if he says, where are you from? What if it's a guy? What if it's not a kid? What if, you know what I'm saying? Like I had to really get her there mm-hmm. and go through that whole process of being safe, not exposing, you know, where you live. Right. Your, your, your full name. You know, I had to like, and I'm like, man, it's, here it comes. Like, I'm going to have 20 years of this, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I first. That's the first thing I said when they walked out of the room to my wife. I'm like, you ready for 20 years of this? Like 20, I'm like, they're eight, about to be, you know, 18 in 10 years. Right. But then we're going to have a what? A 10-year-old. Right. So we still going to be grinding through this process. Like it's going to be. Starting all over yo, again. Yo, having kids is real. Man, listen. <laughs> Every week we could. <laughs> and when, when they girls, it's like, your only job as a father, besides their health and well-being, is keeping them off of the pole. That's how that's how that's the short term answer to that. Like the short answer, like you you can't you have to be there and be involved or you might lose, you know, losing to these streets because it's real. So it's a constant grind, man. Oh, that's why man. I got on flip flops with no socks. <laughs> I got on all red and a camouflage bangle hat. Like I'm just <laughs> out here like hurting, man. I had, had a rough weekend. <laughs> and I got to work tomorrow. Let me tell you about that. Oh, so it is. It, I'm a little hype and mad because it's just saying that word again for the first time in six weeks. I have to go to work tomorrow. But really, it's just for a week. Because <laughs> they, uh, they, when I called them with the asking for the you know the extension we talked about in the last pod, yeah. they uh, said, well, we have people planning to go on vacation based on you coming back to work Tuesday. Like, we, we don't have people here and mm-hmm. you won't be here. I'm like, people? I'm like, I'm one person. That's what my response. I'm like, here we go. Back to the bull. You know? So I'm like, she was like, well, can you just come in and and be here this week and then start your, you know, next 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 round of leave next week? And I'm thinking to myself, football start next week. I'm like, I can work this week and get through it. And Sunday night football, it's gonna be like, I don't have to be like, oh, I go to work Monday. Right. It's like, yeah, let's go. You know, like, like I'm gonna have the first six weeks of this NFL season. I might, I might be out till Columbus Day and mess around with me. So I do I go to work, but just for a week. Just for a week. Then I'm back off with my bonding time with my daughter. Okay. All right, pops. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is... <laughs> man, oh, man, oh, man. I thank goodness that you served for our country, man. I'll be, yeah. be saying like, nigga, get your ass back to work, nigga. <laughs> right. But I can't say nothing. You, you, you nah, earned I'm a, it. I'm going to go. I got... The, the thing, man, is I'm blessed to have these, these DJ things still, still moving the way I like it to move. You know, I got wedding this wedding season. I got three weddings this month, September. Doing a Trout was ninety six class reunion. 
That's gonna be fun. I, I'm the ninety set. I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. I got a couple things in October, Christmas stuff. Like I got you know I'm busy in the fall and winter. When I'm normally not because mm-hmm. I be, when I say normally not meaning once wedding season falls, I'm usually maybe a Christmas party. You know it kind of slows down for me because I'm not in the clubs. Heavy. Right. But I'm busy through the. I got three gigs in December, couple in November. I'm, I'm really busy the rest of the year. So blessing. So I got that as a backbone to. To hold hold down the groceries and hold down the, the you know the things around the house and right. a couple bills and so so I'm, so I'm how does that all work like straight referrals or you know what I'm saying I mean I know you're not really to the point where you're out to you know hey man I DJ man hey right, man yeah, you I, know I DJ now hey if you I, ever need something man I'm you can give me a call or constantly posting on Facebook hey yeah, I'm a DJ I'm right. a real good DJ here's some of my videos. I, is this all your business but straight referrals now? Mostly, yeah, I would say yeah. Um, but I, I'm a big thinker, man. Like I, I'm not, I, I, I sit at home and think about that. You know, it's like I don't want to hound them with the fact that you need something, hit me up. You know, but then when you see the the post that say I, I got engaged, and it's like, and you know them since you was 12 years old from school. It's like. You need a DJ, holla at me, you know, like you mm-hmm. kind of can plug yourself Remind in. Remind them like. <laughs> like I, I try to use social media. Social media has a don't forget about DJ Killer Kid. So I can keep things posted. And that's why I, like, I'll put a hashtag DJ Killer Kid after a lot of my stuff just for the simple fact of I want people to read that and remember that that name, DJ Killer Kid. You know, like so I could be talking about sports or talking about whatever, but mm-hmm. I'll put my hashtag just kind of has a. You might skim over it, but you see it. And then when somebody say, you know, kill a kid, you're like, oh, yeah. You know, I happened to me this weekend. I went over to a friend's house, met some people that was at his house, you know, for I thought was the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, yeah, like, oh, I'm Joe. Like, oh, I'm Kevin. You know, I don't introduce myself. Like, yo, I'm Killer Kid. Yeah, right. I'm like, I'm like, I'm Kevin. The dude like, nah, man, that's Killer Kid, man. He's like, <laughs> for real, that's Killer Kid. Like, you know, it's, it's that moment. So right. it's like, people still know the name. People still, you know, still... And share their stories. Oh yeah, I went to that party. You remember that one? But like, no, I don't. But <laughs> you've done. You had thousands. a great night, so that so it worked. You know, like if you remember it, Did it worked. Job. Yeah, That's all these awesome. hours is working. So, so Wayne, Weezy <sighs> F baby, Young Moolah baby. Now, there's a very cryptic tweet out there that people are saying that Wayne is retiring. Yeah, people taking it as Wayne's hanging it up. So the first thing that comes to my mind is, nigga, how you retiring when uh you ain't got your pension back from your daddy Birdman? Like you got lots of money out there <laughs> hanging out there, yeah. And you have the Carter, was it four, still r- ready to drop whenever Birdman says it's dropping, right? And that's gonna be a lot of money, a lot of touring action. Um, and then I think about. How many times Too Short said he was retiring? <laughs> right. Then I think about when Jay-Z said he was retiring. Right. Jay-Z did give us a little gap, though. Yeah. Give us a little gap. So my question for you is, before we get to the real meat and potatoes about Wayne, do D to me, not do Jay's, but do rappers really retire? That I don't think so, man. Because, well, well, yeah, I guess they do. I mean, there has to be, you know couple of 90s cats that's not getting that call for you know for fly city music festival and <laughs> and so and so city you know what i'm saying like they right they're not getting that the you know, 90s old school jam but concert then, but then you have somebody like tommy owens mm-hmm. who he'll bring 
people in town and be a part of that, you know, wanting to bring something else besides the club life to Dayton, which mm-hmm. I think is cool. Like he does, and it ain't just about, you know, a Memorial Hall or a Schuster night, or it ain't just about, you know, a venue that he got going on, but some of these artists that you might want to do a 90s throwback party and you bring in, you know, you bring in Chubb Rock. Yeah, you bring in Danny anybody. Dang. So it's like, to get that call, it's like, what, what, what are you doing to where you busy? Like, unless you got double booked. Like, you, you're going to probably get at least 10, 5 to 10 out the deal. Like, mm. you ain't paying for nothing. You just got to show up and do the song for the 12,400 time. You know, it's like, hey, <laughs> but go get that check real quick. So I think if, you, if you're getting the call, no, you're not retiring. But if you really ain't, it's like, I think rappers get forced retired. Like, when you really fall off, like, when it's really over, Asher Roth, you know, he, he 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 hit a peak and now he's probably just getting them sporadic calls. Like I don't like the the buzz ain't ain't right. ain't, ain't uh mainstream. Mm-hmm. You know, it's back to the underground again. So. so my whole perspective of it is it's kind of twofold. Uh actually this morning, me and wifey went to breakfast and we we're listening to the Breakfast Club. And Ray Schremer interview was on again because they had the best of. And they were on, and they were talking, being Ray Shimmer, wild, crazy. Cats out here balling, banging chicks in the hotel, spending money left and right. Got a $7,000 pink mink just out here blowing money fast. <laughs> yeah. And I think to myself, like, damn, that's what rappers do. Damn, you remember the Hughes gold chain era? Yeah. Cats whips left and right. What happens when that fast money slows up, dog? Because, I mean... It is quick. Quick. It ain't like you get to notice, like, next summer going to be light. It's yeah. Like, no, this next project could be the cliff. Yeah, because like, they <laughs> go into it thinking, like, all right, man, let's, let's make a dope album. Like, oh, man, we made a dope album. Oh, we're we going on tour. Oh, shit, the money is coming in. Of course you're going to splurge. Of course yeah. you're going to get your mama a house. Of course yeah. you're going to go ahead and do your thing a little bit. And then you get a, another lump sum. So you say, fuck it. Yeah. Let's do it. Just we here forever. <laughs> I'm gonna start saving on the next album. But what if the next album is a brick or don't come? <laughs> <laughs> Even worse, <Yeah. laughs> like that next one be a brick. Like so, you could be planning for that and it's not there, or you get to do that next album and it's over. You know, it's like like you said, you went from top ten on the on the countdown. You know, you went from you know a 106 in Park pop up you know you went from that type of a move to uh yeah i can come do the rose you know hubert heights for spring back to school mm-hmm. you know whatever you know summer summer jam 30 you know whatever you want to call it like it's that quick that so, fast man so, and, and 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 promoters and that's and that's the other side of it so you had somebody that was up they ain't putting nothing out they falling it's like, man, we can catch him while he's falling. Still have, you know, he still got a song. He people gonna come out to see him because we're in we're in Idaho, you know, at a car fest. You mm-hmm. know, people, people gonna be here having a good time. This is why I'm hot. Sounds good to me, you know, like you know, whatever, <laughs> you know. It's like, so, but it's oh, you you'll go from that to that in you know a month, two months, three months. Yeah, it's funny you say that because now. It's even faster. It's fast, faster than like the casual drop off. Like you will really have nothing, nothing going. And then when you have nothing going, and that phone call comes from that car fest, you're like, yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> and, it, just, and just like it's faster to fall off, it seems like it's faster to blow up because before you, you had to have a hot album. Now you only need a hot song. Yeah. And now you're doing your hot song at club dates, making a couple bands at a club date as opposed to like really hitting the road. Like, yo, we going to city to city, pick up these bags. As now it's like real spot date here, spot date yeah. there, spot date over there. And these cats really need to save that money, dog, because yeah. you don't know. And everything you said was so accurate. But this is what messed up with music right now. That person you were just describing, it could be Ice J.J. Fish, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you could, you could have a, a horrendous buzz that or a horrendous song that turns into a big buzz and you out doing shows and you know like look at all these people that's ig famous and get a summer taking these five thousand dollar checks right what's the <laughs> what's the kid these nuts do yeah yeah like him the uh man when i when i heard he was getting eight to host <laughs> clubs that's when i just said fuck it it's the, yeah like it's that's that, when I bowed down and said, fuck it, man. Get your bag, man. And now where I'm at, too, I want to speak to like a like a 45-year-old, somebody that was like in their 30s when I was wilding out in my 20s. You know, and I want to hear like when 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 the, when the Little John and Timberland beat started coming and that was a big thing to where it was, what is this? Like Fruity Loops music. Like what, like, what, what, <laughs> like what is this, this? This computerized stuff. Like it wasn't, it wasn't the hip-hop of what they grew up right. with so they hated it like that was a time i can remember that, yeah. that, that 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 friction between what was considered hip-hop still and what was this this new this new fun booty mm. the girls is naked in every video you know like that being mainstream news and just talked about is it happening now like what we consider to be music and what we grew up with and had a good time with and now this stuff is like just like my man said the last pod, like anybody that got a little bit of confidence and talent that can say anything on a dope beat about anything and, and mean <laughs> nothing. And it's like, I could probably do that. Like if I sat down and wrote, like I could write a song <laughs> and do that. And it's just that easy for anybody to do that now. It ain't about bars, dog. No. It ain't it's, really it's, about it's bars. About, and, it's about and marketing. Concept. It's about uh, quick money. It's about catching that bug, catching that wave. And then, if you're lucky enough to cast your fishing pole again and something bite, then you might get. Because once you get two or three summers, it's like then I think you're locked in on being able to coast out. Mm-hmm. Like if you get a couple albums out, a couple songs out that people like, you know, the uh, what's the dude's name we were just talking about? Uh, Young Bird. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm both talking about that drunk at the wedding. Just like <laughs> there's, there's certain songs that you can still get off at a wedding reception or at any function. And it's like, but I only had a couple hits though. And it's like, but they was hit. They was hit. So we can ride that wave out. So like we was just talking about that. But the the um the the quick the quick song, the quick concept, the quick push, like everything's quick now. So as fast as it's coming, as fast as it's going. It's crazy, man. Can't and keep, hard to keep up with it as a DJ. That's what I was gonna say. I like when I download music, I have to not only spend spend the hours going through music, downloading albums and mixtapes or songs or whatever. I also have to be like, well, this computer don't have infinity memory, infinity mm-hmm. hard, you know, hard uh, drive space. So I could probably delete the whole Young Bird album and just keep. Sexy can not and you know you know what I'm saying like you have to go through your music that way too right so you got to clean it from the back end 
unless you just want some. Well, well, I do. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. That's how I do things. A lot of DJs, because if you'll hop on somebody's stuff and do a, try to do a quick set, and you'll pull up, you know, type in Michael Jackson and five thousand <laughs> Michael Jackson come up, and you're scrolling through pages of Beat It because he got. 45 copies of Beat It because he done grabbed it from 45 different places over the years. Right. On accident or duplicate or like that, like, I think that, 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 that's where I have OCD only in that regard. Like, uh. I, like I have to have it to where I'm not seeing 10 songs with the same thing. Like, I know this, this is a song. Like, space it's, is valuable. It's 2016 man. now. I don't have to be like, let me keep 40s in case one of them get messed up. Like, no, it's just, it's, 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 it's music now, man. Just just play it, you know. It's like so. I clean up the back end, keep it up with the front end. It's constant, man. Constant. I was reading an article about um, dang, what's the dude name? I'm drawing a blank about his name, but anyway, he's DJ and he's one of those those sound guys that love the way to sound. Yeah. So he only spins on waves, and you know how big wave files are compared yeah. to MP3s, dude. Yeah. And he's like, yo, man, like, I use Waves, so space is critical. Yeah. Like, I have to make sure I only have the clean, the dirty, the and the instrumental, and the acapella. Right. I, that's all I need. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't need the remix one, two, three, four, five. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I get the remix. If it's working. Yeah. It works. If it ain't, it's gone. It's like, way, give it two weeks. <laughs> and and most, most most people that I know don't aren't like this, but I'm I'm that way with my instrumentals. The same way we talking we talking about back end and front end cleaning up. It's like, okay, this song I've had forever as an instrumental. When where am I gonna really need that particular instrumental? At, you know, like I have to have this. So it's like, I can get the intro outro version of the song mm-hmm. where if I had a sixteen intro, sixteen outro. That can be my instrumental if I ever needed it for whatever reason. I can just loop that around and get and get through it. Like why would I? Like I don't need to have all these. So I clean up those, and that's the struggle. Because then you gotta really listen to each instrumental and check out the beat. Like you really become that person because it's like, can I use this beat up against something? So do, do I want to keep it, or is this beat something that's like, eh, it ain't gonna make or break the night? Absolutely. So, so back to Wayne and his whole yeah, retirement yeah, yeah. Let's, thing, let's get man. Back to that. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy, I wouldn't even say guy, man, because I respect the hell out of Wayne, man. He's a very dope MC. And really, you know, a lot of especially people of our age, we grew up with Wayne. We're damn near the same age, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So he's been in the game for years, 20 years, damn near. Yeah. And to hear he's retiring or trying to retire, and you think about all the money that he's leaving out there on the table. And things about the beef situation he got going on with Cash Money. He was just on tour with Drake. Popped up at one of Drake's shows. Saying, fuck Cash Money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's... I mean, I've never seen anyone wearing truck fit. <laughs> no. Um, I don't, have, I don't know nobody that's trying to get on the roof to skateboard. Yeah. Like, I, I know I, some... I know they out there. I know some skateboarders out there. out there. I saw one last night... Sitting outside of the Schuster, like at one in the morning, just coming down, down downtown street on the skateboard by himself. <laughs> I'm like, yo, <laughs> can't make this stuff up, <laughs> right? So for Wayne to say he's retiring, man, think about that, man. Like regular people retire at 65. He's trying to retire what 35, whatever yeah, it is, right? 
does he have enough cash in the bank to retire? Because I know most people don't have enough money right. to retire at 65. That's why they're working at Walmart being a greeter. Right. That's the like. That's how I look at every lottery ticket I ever buy. I look at the cash value. I would divide that thing by 65 years and be like, if I make it to 95, 100, hey, and I'm alive, somebody help me. <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> I can survive off of this off of this lump sum for the next sixty years, living at a hundred thousand dollars a year. You know, something like that. That's how I do it. My the math within my head. So it's like if he has, he should have some money, but it ain't for the lifestyle he's used to living is the key. Ding ding ding. If you're gonna continue to live the lifestyle you've been living, then you're gonna have to have probably a Upward, close to a billion versus versus you know like if you live in and million, he got all them damn kids yeah you live in million dollar lifestyles for the next hopefully sixty years I mean ninety five years old like most of us ain't gonna see ninety five right so so are you planning to be like well I'm just only planning to get another thirty or forty out of this and are you are, are you cool with that seventy maybe needing some help like uh, I know some seventy year olds and I wouldn't want to be with nothing. You know, mm-hmm. So it's like you got to kind of like pick your number almost. <laughs> pick what's good for you. And it's like, so I don't think, I personally don't think he should retire for that reason. And I think with his health, that that might be more of a, he'd been passing out and seizures, it seems, for the last, well, since Lean got hot, you know. <laughs> like 10 years. <laughs> so it's like, it's like. He he might he might be more so like needing to retire. Mm, I but, didn't think about that, but not wanting, like not going to be physically able to like in his mind and in his couch at Sunday after a night of drinking like I just had, and I lay <laughs> in the bed and say, "Well, I'm glad I ain't been doing this because this year this is probably only my second time getting drunk this year." New Year, New Year's being the first, like I like I counted that as as day one, <laughs> but I don't really, but I ain't been getting, I, don't, I ain't been getting drunk, so delay in the bed and be like, yo, I'm glad I don't do this because I know half the wedding party I talked to this morning was downstairs in the in the bride's mom room. She was making ham and cheese sandwiches for everybody. We was down there like, yo, this is clutch. Right. And I can see in their face, they like, yo, I'm, I'm not drinking like this. I like, guess you are, man. Just deal with it for the next two days and you'll you'll be back. So, right back at it. So I think I think Wayne needs to kind of within himself he might want to. He might be tired. I mean, think about it. He's been doing this since he was a kid. That's a that's an excellent so, point. So just like Kobe retires, just like you know, like that that twenty year thing. But that's is, a difference though. Wayne is still dope. Kobe yeah. was done. Yeah, <laughs> but, I don't give a fuck what he did in his last game. That nigga was done. But way I'm, way I'm looking at it is the money made, the grind. It's like they they they've both been doing something right in in front of people. It wore out for decades, and it's like imagine every like imagine wanting to go to Roscoe's and get a plate while you in L. A. Uh, you got to coordinate that with somebody that to go get that and bring that back. Mm-hmm. Versus we just roll by it. And it's like I would shut down the place. Right. Know? I wouldn't even get my food. They kick everybody out. Like it's over. Right. Mayhem. So living that life for decades is like. You might want to be like, yo, I just want to go to Walmart. I saw I saw a great story. You remember the dude he uh, had was in a fire, and his face was like completely the firefighter face completely gone. He looked like an alien. Had like hundreds of surgeries, 
just to get him to like breathe properly and all mm-hmm. that. He didn't have no eyelid. He, could, he couldn't close his eyes. He sleep with his eyes open. Oh, like it was eat. crazy. He got a first the first face transplant, and uh, the, the 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 guy was who died, motorcycle accident, organ donor. Family signed off like for this for this face transplant. Man, this dude said for the first time in 15 years he can walk into the grocery store and not be having kids crying, everybody uh-huh. staring, because he can put on a hat and some shades now, and he got his face looks it looks it still looks messed up with with just bare face, right? But with the shades, the hat, you will walk by him like everybody else, right? He said that's the first time he felt like that in 15 years. He said he walked through the store for four hours just to see people not 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 looking at him, not doing the double take, yeah, like so. So for that, like to, for that type of feeling, mm-hmm. as a celebrity, you just want to get back to like, yo, I just want to go to Starbucks and get a get a mocha yeah, latte, get, a, get one of them pumpkin things. That's back. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you definitely can't do that, man. <laughs> Celebrities can't do that. It's you know a lot of people so chase fame. The simple things, though. Yeah, it's yeah. the simple things yeah. in life that's that's pretty dope. Because I mean, think about it. I was talking to my homeboy about this a couple man a couple months ago, man. Think about a dude who was. Who was paid and didn't have to deal with the bullshit. Like freaking Jimmy Garoppolo until this year. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you heard the name. Or, or like, uh, you don't know the face. <laughs> what we got? Uh, McCarran. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's just been getting that for that, that, that check for a couple of years. Cutting the check, but, but now you on, the, you on prime time. People know your face. Yeah. You can't get down like that no more, man. You can't just go willy nilly and do live your life and just do you, right? Yeah, man. Fame is a bitch. So, dude. so you know, I th- wanting to retire for Wayne. Yes, he wants to. The business, the McMain, you know, the people like that in your corner, like no, he ain't. You know, no, no, he go, I go, no. He'll be I, back, trust me. <laughs> we gonna gut this out in the studio until he make me something. Like, <laughs> I need your brother, right? Like, shoot, <laughs> like I'm. <laughs> that's funny. So bro. that's how, like, that's how it is. So what about don't don't do it for you, nigga? Do it for me. <laughs> what about the squad, man? We've been riding. Yo, with you. money, moolah, baby, come on. <laughs> or you better every girl, in, every girl in the world ain't 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 that ain't that platinum time. So yeah, no, not, not even not even close. Not even close. Man, that is hilarious. And I wanted to rap with you about the situation that's going on in the city with the clubs or the lack thereof of clubs. You know, over the weekend, you know, pretty happy turnover weekend. You know what I'm saying? They had uh, Webby was in town, Mm -hmm. was over there at Cognacs. And Cognacs is always bringing artists to town. Yeah. Bring that buzz. But why do you, in your opinion, you think? Nowadays, it takes that artist to come to town for people to step out to try to have a good time. What happened to, oh, man, it's Saturday night. Let's go do club, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Especially on the hip-hop side. Now, yeah. there's other clubs in town that turn up every Thursday <laughs> yeah. and, and Saturday without any of that. So with the hip-hop crowd, why is that? Why do we need that extra hook, that extra ploy to bring people out? Because people want to feel like the people they be watching all the time. They watch these these Stevie J's and they watch these reality shows and they like whether or not like you believe it or not, like as much as you watch it, it it becomes something within you. It don't have to necessarily be like yo, yo fo it probably it ain't your focus. Of course you'll deny that. 
Mm-hmm. But you damn sure make sure at eight o'clock or before the morning you the DVR, you know, you watch it. Mm-hmm. So then people got that like too school, too cool for school mindset. Too, I'm I'm too fly for these. Like I ain't about to mess up these. Like I'm I'm, I'm about to stun on them real quick though. <laughs> you know? and it's like, so you come in there, you're not there, you're not. You're not there for what we used to be there for. The, the The difference is, in our age, we went to the club before 11. We pre-gamed early, like 7, 8 o'clock versus 10 o'clock to be able to, you know, get as hammered as we could on the cheap side, get in yes, there, sir. probably get maybe one or two, feeling good, four, five. You know, you, know, you got, got, a, got a, 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 drink, a drink spending limit in, in mind. Mm-hmm. So... Cause you're young, you know, you ain't like balling, you trying to figure this thing out, you know, so but you're having a good time with your people. So when we was out though, the music was, you know, twerking and you know, the yin yangs and the, you know, just that type of everybody was leaving the club like they just hooped for six hours. Yeah. Everybody was sweated out. Everybody and then now when you got a little money and a little you're like, bro, I ain't about to, you know, be that. Like, I've, I've done that. <laughs> right. So then you got to deal with our age bracket and what they looking for, what they, what's going to bring them out. And other places will have, like you say, they'll have the rooftop party or they'll have the happy hour or they'll have a day party or they'll have a, uh, you know, the club night here where, you know, ladies are always free, you know. And, yeah. You know, like, you, like, those things really really like put you in a like Vegas when you can't even really show up with, with just you and your boys like mm-hmm. some places you gotta have you need to have two women with you or yeah. or, or come with a woman like it's like they got a quota out yeah, there yeah so it's like they wanna have for every dude they wanna have two women exactly that's 100% fact so so you'll have places like that where you might have traveled to and been to and then you come home and to, or to here we're just talking about dating it's like nothing has really pushed the city along from when we were sweating it out in the clubs. It's just things have just, the clubs have come and gone so much that you haven't had like the transition of man for four years, this spot was just dope. Right. Adults kicking it. Right. And this is not no (laughs) knock on the promoters. No, it's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. And then the promoters and club owners see that and they're, making sure they provide what the people want right the question i'm asking for the people and you know what i'm saying you can comment below in the comments we'll read them next week you yeah. know what i'm saying i just want some feedback um what's stopping you from stepping out to have a good time because you like there's tons of spots in the city you can go to you know what i'm saying they can be hood spots they can be uppity spots whatever you want to call them right. but there are things to do but cats only go out when it's that yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like, oh man, like, but then, shoot. but then they complain because it's like twenty, thirty dollars to get in. Yeah, versus last week it was fifty cent wing night. Yeah, I came in there and got some wings and just as drunk, and I had to pay to get in here. Yeah, or man, it ain't cheap to bring these yeah. Stevie J's <laughs> yeah. and Jocelyn's and Webby's to town. Yeah, the, yeah. the promoters is putting up good money to bring them to town. They are to put on a good party for the people. So you have to reciprocate support. And I think <laughs> I think some of those in the grand scheme of it is we might lose five racks off of this yeah. night, but we're gonna be back to people seeing the, the renovations or mm-hmm. or liking it. Like ain't been out in a while and I might come to wing night. You know, yeah. like whatever. So I think 
it's almost like you have to have those nights to be a really dope establishment because of, like you say, the hip hop culture. DJs and 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 artists alike are getting paid thousands of dollars weekends at a you know every weekend to be in your city to play the same songs that Killer Kid could play for you. Mm-hmm. But because this person is you know a celebrity, right? You know, oh, oh envy coming to town. You know, I I got blessed to open up for Kid Capri. That was a a, a homecoming weekend mm-hmm. back when uh, Meech Meech and Dave used to compete. Yeah, you know they had a Meech's, Meech's thing going on for homecoming, and Dave had this thing going on. And every year it was like the city had choices. You know, you can go see Tank, you can go see Kid Capri, you can go see you know Bobby Valentino, you can go you know. So all that was going on, and the party for Kid Capri didn't pack out. Mm. The, um, I was playing as the opener. Then he had an opener that played for about a half hour, right? Spot never filled up. Maybe maybe 150 in there on a like homecoming weekend. That's crazy. When I tell you kick a pre on them tables and all 150 was in the dance floor like it was 500 people in there. That's how I supposed to The be. bar was just empty. <laughs> like you could just go get a drink whenever you wanted it. Like it was amazing to see that, man. Like to see kick a pre had that power over you just to rock whoever showed up. Okay, I'm going to rock you and really rock you, not just – Say it because you got a dope set in mind. Like, he really had to hold on how he would do any party you've ever seen him do for 100 people, though, and had him going. It was, I sat back in awe. That was a moment for me. Mm-hmm. But having that control, man. Mm. That control, mm. man. That control the crowd. But, but I'm going to answer your question. I didn't answer your question. It's all good. I told you I'm drunk, man. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> One of those nights. <laughs> bad, 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 bad. I think, though, the cities or the clubs in the city, man, it's okay to have these nights, but there has to, if it doesn't come, if this is just going to be how it's going to be, like, then you can't expect to, like, you have to be in, in and out that business, man. Like, if you're in it too long, you're going to be laddering down. Like, mm-hmm. like because just the, the profit won't be there because our age bracket, the night I just had last night, I'm not having next week. I don't care what's going on. That's so, a fact. So if you turn up in that regard when you having a good time, like you always get hammered, it's like I'm too old to be having this three weekends in a row. <laughs> so you might miss a couple just on some I'm grown and I'm not on it like like I was. But if you're 23 years old, 25 years old, we went out every weekend. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a weekend that you got a headache, drink up, brother. We'd be all right, you know. It's like you went out, you just kicked it unless you was really like sick, you know. But that's not that's not what is happening. For the places that our age bracket is trying to be at, there's gonna be slow weekends. Nothing, nothing is jumping to amazing, amazing limits in Dayton, Ohio, every weekend. But that's, you know what? That's not even just Dayton because I see the same thing happen in Cleveland and Columbus. Like, you know, you have your uh, obviously holiday weekends. Yeah. That's a given. The club's gonna jump. But like, you take a look at, you know what I'm saying? First Fridays, like, first Fridays. That normally just bangs. And now it's like, all right, yeah, it's first Fridays and so-and-so's performing. It's like, yeah. well, damn. Like, uh, any other first Friday, it just bangs just because, like, hey, man, it's first Friday. Yeah. go kick it. Let's turn up one time for the month. Yeah. Now niggas don't even want to come come out to turn up for the month unless they got that hook. And yeah. I think that <laughs> fame, motherfuckers want to be so famous. Yeah. And, and shoot, for that matter, a Stevie J, a Young Jock, they made looking famous so easy, not mm-hmm. just cool, 
but they make it look easy or yeah. these IG stress models, free. <laughs> stress free, yeah. and make this shit look easy that people think to themselves, well, shit, they can do it. I can do it. Fuck it. I'm going. Yeah. It's like, well, damn. That's why you can't get mad at Kanye. I, I never get mad at Kanye. I do. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, he's a person that is living on this earth. Yeah. And and the the way the way he grind the way he grinds for what he believes in it's like I spaz on the fact that my turntable messed up <laughs> spaz on the wife she didn't even do nothing just like yo I need a moment chill the fuck out let me go you know like I I spaz on her and it's like well what what is he feeling when the whole imagine if his notifications are ever on and he post you know like, <laughs> the memes coming at you left and right you are gonna be like. Hold on, man. This is the like you gonna the, the person in you is like I'm not about to sit here and take this, like so. But he but when he says something back, it ain't just how I would post something and get 84 likes, and it's over in 30 minutes and mm-hmm. everybody's back to what they was doing. He getting retweets. It's getting shared. It's getting 84 likes every every half a second, you know, and it's just gone, and everybody's going and going, and you just can't get away from it. You turn TV on up. Oh, talking about Kanye on the news up. Oh, radio up. Oh, on the radio too. It's like ah, like <laughs> I I see why they snap. Famous a motherfucker, man. I was I looking. I just want the money. Exactly. I was looking at <laughs> Envy his uh IG page. He had posted a picture. You know what I'm saying? Just him and his kids. Same old stuff he always does. It's been up there for a minute. Had over 500 likes already. I'm like, damn! In one minute's time. <laughs> Five hundred people took the time out to go double tap. Well, that was just as fast as your phone refreshed. Yeah, like it was moving that fast. <laughs> like that's amazing <laughs> to me, man. So how come how couldn't something like that go to somebody's head? Like, and that's just you know what I'm saying, just like Instagram. Like yeah. it's just to me, it's just oh man, it's just social media. It's just Facebook. It's just Twitter. It's just the gram. Like it's not r- real life. Yeah. But for people that know nothing but this, mm-hmm. who grew up on this, who didn't know anything about anything. Their life has always been like this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've lived life before there was social media. I actually had to call girls on the telephone and had to deal with getting past their mom right. or their big brother <laughs> to get to her. Like, oh, uh, yeah, is uh, Kim there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is uh, Kim. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't have to do that. No. So when this shit is the, your world and it means that much to you, the people replying to things you post on the gram, and people going back at him, you know, baller alert got the, the snapback shit at yeah. people. It's just amazing to me. Like, I don't take the shit that serious. Yeah. When when Tone was in town, Tony Rock, um, I, we had a good, we always go out to eat and have mm-hmm. a good dinner and chop it up. And uh, just picking his brain on, you know, I try to find the right moment when it's like, okay, to ask, like, you're really your questions. Mm-hmm. You know, things that you just curious about that life. And we was talking about the, because like, he had a YouTube thing going on for a minute where he had like a, Tony, I think it was like Tony Rock, you know, chronic, something like a show, and he was just kind of move, moving in that in that lane, and then not so much. Mm-hmm. So I was asking him about it, and um, he was like, they had um, a club in L.A. that comedy club that he frequents um, has a night that is a dope night. You know, I've been to it numerous times. Well, they were they were posting on their page their dope nights. Well, once you get to a certain amount of likes on YouTube or, or views. They cutting checks. Yeah. Like YouTube is, you getting the advertisement, we cutting mm-hmm. you a check. So, all like, there, all I'm going to say like, it's like 15 cents per thousand views. Yeah. 
do the numbers on that, yeah, dog. It, <laughs> it get up there. It's like a royalty yeah, and record business. Exactly. So and that was the whole thing he was telling me was that they're posting his material on their night on their page and getting millions. Like they're getting like like a million and a half views. Like he got over a million. And doing this, you know, because he was either he, he was just there frequented a lot. Mm-hmm. So there are a couple clips a month, you know, right. that's, that's taken off. And not just him, but all the comics. Right. So when they he was talking to, you know, management and it was just, you know, talking. He was like, yo, well, I need to be getting some of that. So he hits up the club. Like, why am I seeing none of this back? And it was like, they was keeping it for the club. Like, it was the club's page. You know, so it was like, well, I'm not doing a, I'm not doing that event no more. Because y'all, y'all owe me some money. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, so, but it's, it's, it's that real. And, and we ain't talking like $7,000 to a millionaire. You know, we talk, if, if he calling you about some money, it's some it's money. Some money, right. And it's like, that's money that's, that's my... My product, my material, my my livelihood mm-hmm. that y'all just getting for free from me. Like, nah, that's not how it's working. So, mm-hmm. so respect the person's yeah, work, man. Yeah. So it, it, it's that real for him. So like, what we're talking about is wondering what it's like, but for him, it's like it's it's life or death. You know, like yeah. this is all he do, comedy. You know, so you're gonna be great at it, or you're gonna be. Doing something else in a minute, you know, and he's been blessed to be great at it, you know. Like think about that too, <laughs> man. Like, uh, shoot, uh, a DJ, a comedian, they're independent contractors, dog. Yeah, like you know, what I'm saying obviously you work at the VA, yeah. but like if you were just solely a DJ, like yeah. you're an independent contractor, 365 days of the year. Yeah, like any money that's out there. And and Tony Rock too, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how much check, how many checks he's getting, but yeah. I see he's always working, so I'm assuming he's getting some <laughs> yeah. good checks. But but if there's money to be had for work you've done, cough up that check, homie. Yeah, uh, break me off some. <laughs> exactly. Like okay, I did it on y'all stage on y'all platform. We can work something out. Yo, it may fifty percent, forty five percent, sixty percent, something. <laughs> right, like, y'all not just want to eat the whole thing because. If it wasn't valuable for them, they wouldn't have posted it. Exactly. And to someone whose net worth is commas, mm-hmm. you know, has more than one comma in it, mm-hmm. you know, that's, uh, you're talking a lot of money yeah. to someone that makes a lot of money, you yeah. know? So it's like, I've I've seen the nights where we done been, I remember, I'll never forget this, man. One of the first nights we went to Cleveland to see him after we kind of got cool, partied so hard. He got like, it was one of them nights where he was just like, Everybody getting a bottle tonight. We gonna we about to turn Cleveland out, man. It was so much alcohol and so much movement in the VIP area. I was sitting with them having a conversation. They bring the check. That thing was like sixteen thousand, right? God damn. So I'm looking at it like in Cleveland. That's my first thought. Like, like, bruh, I I went to the Cavs game and kicked it and spent maybe five. You know, like, like sixteen racks. And he like, you know, healthy tip. And I'm like, but the conversation never broke. And it was as simple as like, who the Steelers play this week? Who the Bengals play? Like just a regular, just guy conversation. Uh-huh. But it was like, it wasn't, it wasn't like a whole sixth. Like it was like. Hey niggas, we got to ante up. <laughs> yeah, it, was like, it was like, have a good night, you know? And so yeah, the Steelers, you know, it was like that, you know? And I'm like, how much money do you make? And like my mind, how much money do you make to where I, I can drop thousands, t- like tens of thousands of dollars we're just kicking it with my boys while while I'm in town. And it's like, yo, 
it's it's amazing to me that that's like. And to do those things, you have to be proper really with your like, money. Like like fifty bottles. It was one of them nights where like get stupid. Yeah, like he must have got some good news. Something. <laughs> <laughs> got got the roll on something. And knew 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 the bread was coming back. Cause got he, a fat ass royalty check man, he, from uh, the, all of us. <laughs> <laughs> we was in Chicago one time, and then same type of night. Man, he, he was just hungry, and it was probably like ten of us. Man, this dude ordered like two hundred chicken wings. Had the uh, like the little kitchen they had. They had like meals instead of ordering meals. He made her make like, okay, you won't you won't make me a uh, a big thing. So I'll give me twenty meals. So I now I want twenty potato salads too, cause I want you know. So like it was like just and I'm getting these bottles and we going here and like it was just crazy night. Like I woke up like Jesus, this is what it's like. <laughs> but that's him every well not every, but that's an option for him every weekend. Right. <laughs> like I was saying, in order to do that, you got to be. On your money, on, on your, your business, yeah. on your so business. that's what it come back to with a exactly. fine tooth comb, exactly. And knowing, all right, hey, it is a check. To I'm be not had letting out this there. slide because because this is money that I that I work hard for. Absolutely, and shit. Just say say that the, the nightclub made ten thousand dollars off the off the total, just yeah. random number. Who don't want an extra ten thousand dollars? Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Who, if, if you Oprah, if you Bill right. Gates. Anybody. $1,000 is a lot of money. Yeah, period. Shoot, $500 <laughs> is a lot of money. Period. If, if it's out there and it's mine, I want it in one. Especially nigga. if you didn't have it two seconds ago and right. now it's there. <laughs> oh, man. We is all over the place this pod, man. I blame Patron. I blame the groom. I blame everything. No self-ownership? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I did kind of fall in that because I, I knew what it was coming into it. So I... I had a whole whole pint of Patron before the ceremony. Woo! I had a a good six at the cere- at the reception. Had a good four at the uh, hotel Crown Roof Bar. Yeah, it was one and out. And let me tell you, this is funny. So, wife was there at the wedding, of course. Fam, mom, there, everything. So, <laughs> I'm sitting there at a, at a point like. Realizing how hammered I am <laughs> and realizing that like every parent that's really been in my life as a child is in this room. Like his mom, you know, the best man's mom. Like we all grew up together, you know. So everybody's mom, pops is there, uncles. I'm like, yo, I am blitzed right now. Like, so where can I hide? I'll duck off at duck. We had a room where we could change that. So after I ate, went up there, it was pitchers of water for us like prior to. Straight like that. I took the whole picture. Not the cups to the floor. Like, don't need a cup. I drunk the whole picture just to recoup through the reception. Man, listen, man. Ain't nothing <laughs> better in the world than some water when you hammered, bro. I would tell you yeah. that. Had a good time today on this five. Absolutely, time, time. man. We all over the place, man. Shout out to Bars to sh- and Beyond. Absolutely, man. To show support for the pod, man, make sure you share and make sure you like and make sure you subscribe to us on the iTunes, the everything, man. You can't make this up, podcast. You know what I'm saying? And uh, leave a comment below. Yeah. Rate us five stars on iTunes, man. That really helps us out. And yeah. we appreciate all the love, man. Yeah, as always, man. We uh we we do this we do this for for all involved. And we do it for us to, to get a get a get a voice out in another avenue. We do it for y'all cause y'all hit us up during the week and say, yo, I like that. Last night I'm at the wedding. You doing the pod? We, we didn't yeah. get it. We didn't get it Sunday. Like, yeah, we're doing it today. <laughs> It'll be up today, you know, or it'll be up soon, you know. So 
Absolutely. Yeah, I, get, I get death threats if it's not oh, yeah. a, yeah, oh, yeah. like, people, I need this on my ride to and, work. I need this at the gym. And so we got you. And, and, that's, and that's one thank you. You know, that's the thank you that, to us. Absolutely. You know, so we, we appreciate that. Can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. We'll be back next week. I won't be hammered. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs>